Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum. Samurai Deli, put them viewers in. Let's go. All right, welcome to another episode of the Talking Small Podcast. Uh, first podcast of the new decade down in the Garden District with Al. We've got special guests coming up later on the pod. Jeremy's son, all the way from Saipan, and uh, some other guy, uh, like Dirt, maybe. I don't know who else is going to be on. It's going to be Dirt. Trying to ring in the new decade, but it's looking like the last decade where our guests, you know, they're in meetings, they're out to dinner. They have uh, better things to do. And Fat Craig, who was drunk talking a lot of shit this past weekend, that his ass probably can't cash, uh, refuses to be on the podcast to, you know, put these uh, bold claims he's making for the new decade. Uh, he, he won't call in and put them on the podcast. So, uh, you know, just like the old decade, Craig welching out on bets, claiming he's not going to drink for the whole month of January and that he will not be going to a strip club. Uh, Was it through before, April? Or? Before April. Before April. You it, know Craig's got to go for uh, you know birthday lap dance. Well, you know he didn't look and see that it's leap year, so he definitely didn't realize it was an extra day in his bet there as far as the strip club. But uh, as I we digress, it's, it's a new decade, same old pod. So podcast platinum. Shout out to J Bone for ke- uh, keeping it real. So Al, how'd your uh, how'd your Christmas and New Year's go? Uh, Christmas went all right. We uh, me Amber and little baby Leo just did uh, did like a little morning Christmas thing here. Ate some breakfast and then. Went over to my parents' house and opened some gifts with uh, with them, and uh, that was all good. Ate there, spent the night, and then we were a little worried about Leo, so we brought him back up a little early. So, uh, but it went smooth. Good first Christmas. I mean, he didn't really know what was going on, but he was like a dog, you know, just kind of re- grabbing at the wrapping paper. So, it was fine, and uh, it was fun. Didn't really do too much, you know. Not really much you can do. So, it was good. What'd you do for Christmas? Uh, Christmas Day, I went over to my parents' house and then went to her friend Catherine's parents' house and came, then came back home. Um, so, it was all right. It was pretty good. You drove all those in one day? Well, I mean, it, it was just in their same area. They're, they live kind of close to each other. So, went to my parents' house, broke off from there. Went to fix one of Ella's friend's truck. A chick that drives a truck had to had to do some maintenance on it for her. Fixed it up. Changed out some headlights and shit. And then, uh, you know, went back to back to my parents' house. Oh, oh Anna changed out a, a GCFI. I always say it wrong. GFCI. Fuck. Okay, so I, my, my instinct said GFCI, but I always say it wrong. So I went with the double faint with the GCFI, and I was wrong. Always G-F-C-I. guess wrong. It's a common theme. So I so swapped one of those out on Christmas. So Christmas chores, I was I was in yeah, doing man stuff. Yeah, you to fucking work. I mean, when you see able bodies. so When you see suckers willing to do free labor, and he can't even get drunk because he's got to drive home at the end of the night. 
I, 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 I hadn't been really feeling like getting that drunk lately. Uh, ever since my Heisenberg event, being drunk just hasn't been the as the, the same. Except for I did have a lot of beers with my lawyer on the day of the LSU game at uh, Bourne in the Hyatt Regency. Oh, we need to tell that story. So for Christmas, woke up, opened some gifts. You know, I got the wife some some ruggables, as talked about in the last podcast, some extra stuff with some shirts and sweaters from J. Crew Outlet, of course, because that's where the deals are. So she gives me... The man who said, who claims he doesn't want anything. Yeah, well, that kind of backfires sometimes. So... Um, she gave me an LSU oven mitt, cool, a cat sweater, as predicted, and tickets to a Pelicans game. So normally be very excited about that, but as I open up the tickets, I see the date. And the date's December 28th, 6 p.m. As a Tiger fan, I know that December 28th is the day of the Peach Bowl where we're playing Oklahoma at 3.20 p.m. For a berth to get into the national championship. So it was a national championship playoff game. Really big game for LSU. Really big game for me because I want to watch it. Well, now I'm fucked because I've already, like, as I'm opening these tickets, I don't have, like, my fucking poker face on. I'm looking at it. I'm reading it. I have a disgusted look on my face. You're doing the mental math of you got the Zach Galifianak as well. The game is on that day. Well, shit. What the fuck? God damn it. The game's probably going to be three and a half hours, 320 plus three and a half hours. That gets me nearly to almost seven o'clock. This basketball game starts at six. Oh, fuck. So I'm going through that. I'm not hiding it very well. And my wife notices. And she gets upset because I don't like her gift. And when she questions me, I said, well, don't you know LSU plays on that day? She goes, why the fuck would I know that? I was like, I mean, I thought everybody knew that. You got me a goddamn LSU oven mitt. Yeah. So. Your your face for the first two gifts, it was fine. But the last one, you know. Yeah, fucked up on that one. I, you know, so. You know, I immediately after I come, let him out, out Harley. Room, She's not going to listen to the podcast. <laughs> immediately after I get out of the room, I go take a shit. And while I'm taking a shit, I'm on the Slack with the boys, telling them about this gift. And Joe and and yourself are having a, a love time with this. Y'all are enjoying this. This is one of the best gifts <laughs> I got this Christmas. Y- y'all are just picturing yourselves in my shoes, my reaction, the fact that. I, I'm going to end up at a Pels game instead of watching all the LSU game. Y'all are way too fucking excited. It's a it's a Pels Pacers game too, and the the Pacers don't move the needle, and the Pelicans are like have single digit wins, and Zion's not there. So not anymore. We have double digit wins. You're, you're a big Pels fan, but you know you got your team playing for a chance to get in the national championship. You don't want to watch a bad basketball team in person. When I was so delighted with uh, this bad gift, I, I was thinking the game time in the the game time for LSU and the game time for the Pels were a lot closer. I didn't realize the LSU game was that early in the afternoon, so the overlap wasn't going to be that terrible, which sort of softens the blow. But still, the initial gut shot of oh great, now I got to do something besides be sitting at my house drinking before the game. Uh, came into play. So you had to do some maneuvering. Yeah, so 
anyway, I walk back in after taking the shit, and now she's kind of like, well, maybe we just won't fucking go, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, fine by me. She's, well, no, you can't do that. So, yes, you can. No, you can't. So now I'm thinking, like, well, I got to make the best of this. I was like, so why don't we just, you know, we'll go down there a little early. We'll go to um, Bourne, which is close to it. It's a restaurant kind of in the Hyatt Regency, which is kind of close to the, the arena. Walking distance for sure. And I said, look, we'll just watch the as much of it as we can there. If it's a really good game, maybe we'll just go to the Pels game late. We'll have some drinks. Be a good time. So that was Christmas morning. So when we're at Catherine's parents' house, they said, hey, Harley, what are you doing for the LSU game? (laughs) Well, this one over here. (laughs) So now... I've already been like kind of chastised by my wife by my reaction. So I said, well, you know, we're trying to figure that out. We're probably going to tr- watch it at Bourne because we got Pelicans tickets that night. And oh, well, what time's the game? I was like, well, they kind of overlap. And, you know, they'll probably be like fourth quarter starting when the Pels start. So, you know, there's, there's, there's a little bit of conflict there. I hope LSU's blowing them out. And they're like, oh, well. Why don't y'all just stay in New Orleans that night? I was like, yeah, you know, it's it's possible, blah, blah, blah. We just got to get somebody to watch the dogs and this and that. We're trying to work that out. And then, the, you know, they offered to book us a hotel room or something like that. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, we'll get back to you on that. And to me, I'm like, I don't know if I want to stay in New Orleans, blah, blah, blah. Well, as the text chain keeps going in the slack, I realized my lawyer also has Pelicans tickets that day because – the our buddy Third Reich's law firm has a suite, and they got no one wants to go to that game because of the LSU game. So they got a bunch of extra tickets. So Chris and his old lady are now going to go to the game as well. Sweet life. Yeah, they're in the sweet life. So I'm talking to Chris, and he's like, "Well, what are you doing before the game?" I was saying, "I was like, go to Bourne. There shouldn't be that many people there. Get some decent apps. Get some beers." And Third Reich and them were going to go watch it like somewhere way far away. That was going to be like a 40-minute walk to the fuck, the arena. And they're going to have like probably 10 other people and 50% of them being girls, which means that walk probably be longer than 45 minutes. So you miss even more of the game. Yeah. So, so Chris was like, yeah, I like the idea. There shouldn't be that many people at Bourne at that time. We'll just go. So we, of course, get reservations at the bar, and we're literally the only people in there. It's Chris's brother, Kelly, who you can hear on Chris's wedding podcast, one of Kelly's friends who, of course, I don't remember his name, seemed like a cool guy, and uh, Mallory and Chris. Well, my wife was supposed to be with me, but now she's not there because there's a sick horse, and she kind of ditches me a little bit because she's got to go sit with this horse. So now I'm in NOLA solo, already checked into the hotel, watching an LSU game, that she's not around for. Now, me and Chris are ordering pitchers. We're getting we're getting pretty drunk. We're feeling really good. So eventually, I just stopped thinking about it. I'm just going, man, I can't believe LSU keeps scoring all these points. You put your glass up and go, cheers to being away from the old lady. Well, his old lady was right there, so we couldn't really do that. Uh, eventually, uh, Ella gets there. And we, we she she goes up to the room, changes, put on some Pell's clothes, comes back down, and we're we're just sitting at the bar. It's about to be halftime, and at halftime we're up so big on fucking Choklahoma that what was the score at halftime? Like forty two to seven? It was either forty two or forty nine. It was fucking up there. So we're we're kinda like, all right, well, 
we can leave. Yeah. We're, we're good with this. Did you have any side action on the game? Oh, I had tons of action on the game. I lost fucking everything. Somehow Joe Burrow rush yards in. Like, I, I must have missed it. He was like a half yard shy when I left. Stop watching it. He had, he had like two big runs. Yeah, that and then for he like twenty six yards. It needed like twenty six and, and a half. And then he had like a uh, like a one yard run to score that touchdown, maybe even fewer. So he was like right at that, right but, at that level. But, you, but I remember looking at it. I thought it ended up being like he was at twenty one, and I didn't understand how that we, happened. He might have. I didn't think sacks might, hurt your rushing yards at, uh, anyway. In college, or I think in college, a, a sack is negative passing yards even though that seems retarded that's what it is and in nfl a sack is negative rushing yards something like that something weird yeah but i don't think the quarterback actually gets the negatives right i don't don't even remember him being sacked either but if i go to the stats right now and i go look at rush yards for joey burrow he says five for 21 he had more than that when i fucking left so like he must had some kind of negative rushes there i don't understand it anyway I lost that one. I lost uh, Thad Moss catches that piece of shit. I think he had four. Hold on. I'll check that real quick. That's probably about right. But you lost most of your money betting the under. Yeah, And it four. was a high – LSU was just – Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I lost <laughs> lost a lot of money on the under. There was one bet I – nope, I lost money on C.D. Lamb under yards. There was one bet I won, and I don't remember what it was. But out of all those, there was a lot of lost bets – uh, I don't, I anyway, don't so remember. Ella finally made it to the. Did she make it to the restaurant, or she just yeah, met she you ma- at the? She made it to Bourne, and by the time she got there, Chris and I had went through about four pitchers of beer, and we were feeling pretty fucking good. And she goes like, "Oh shit, you're drunk." I was like, "Yeah." So she got there, ordered her a beer, then got two beers to go for the walk to the the stadium. Mm-hmm. Got me a bodies to go. Love me some bodies. Nice. Got all the way to the – was walking to the stadium, ran into these Arizona Wildcat fans that were there rooting for the boy TJ McConnell, who evidently is on the Pacers now, which I didn't know. And they are like, yeah, we're road tripping. We were here. We want to stop by, blah, 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 blah. They were asking me directions to the stadium. I was like, dude, it's fucking right there. Anyway, they kept asking me questions about, oh, so uh, – Who's a when's Zion gonna play? I was like, dude, I don't, I'm get get out of here. I'm trying to fast walk, try to blow by him through Champion Square. Get there, get to the seats, and at this point now, I'm feeling really good. And I see the beer prices. I'm not buying fucking ten dollar beer. So I know my wife's gonna go get, get drinks and shit. I want this to be at least damaged to my pocket pocket as possible. I say no more brews for me. She starts yelling at me because. I was giving the Pacers some hell because we were at really good seats, like a couple rows up in like the center court. Well, you're a notorious loud uh, spectator for for basketball games, not as much for football games because football games everybody kind of knows when to cheer and when to boo. Basketball games, the fans aren't as nuanced. Well, they're they're not as uh, 
they're more there's quiet herded. time. It's quiet time, but they're more herded. Like the 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 everybody clap your hand, duh, 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 duh. and the idiots will the sheeple will clap. Well, Harley will wait for the dead areas <laughs> and then yell, "Tony Brothers, you blind piece of shit! What the fuck are you doing with that call? You dumb fucking idiot!" Or something like you know, not like so, that, but he he's loud and it's it's basketball in Louisiana, so you don't have. Uh, you know, it's not a mass hole area where you don't have people yelling that shit the whole game. So he sticks out like a sore thumb. Believe me, I've been there. So the crowd wasn't really into the game at the beginning, but I didn't realize. So the Pacers at some point were like 14 of 14 from the line. Now I realized they were eight for eight from the line. So then every time they got to the line, I started screaming at whoever's at the line. Sabonis got a lot of action for me and Turner got a lot of action for me. So finally, at their point, they're 16 for 16, about to give up, and Miles Turner's at the free throw line, and I just start giving him hell as soon as he what like are you stands yelling? in line. Miles Turner, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> How do you not miss a goddamn free throw? And, and- it's a free throw. Miss a fucking free throw. <laughs> so I'm yelling this, and because there's no kids next to me. Not and very I- not very nuanced trash talk. Just basically, miss it. Miss it with a lot more words. I said, yeah, 16 for 16. How about the percentages? You're due for regression. So I'm yelling all this you're, stuff. You, what a nerd trash talk. You're due for a regression to the mean, sir. So all the whole, like, I've been doing this for the last, like, 10 free throws. And you haven't shooting. gotten a beer. No. And, <laughs> and, and the, so the section I'm with is just dying laughing at this, that this stupid drunk fan is going after them on free throws. And, like, it's pretty silent when they touch the ball, and eventually people start saying stuff. But I know they can hear me. I'm close enough where I know he can hear me. So Miles Turner gets the ball. I just start laying into him, and he bricks it. And the whole section's like, <laughs> give me high fives. Oh, you did that. You did that. You got to love Miles that. Miles Turner actually kind of, you can tell he just wants to look over. but He's, he's just, like, that fucking guy. You're basically the Salt Lake City fan for Russell Westbrook, only you didn't yell the N-word. So Allegedly. I didn't. There was nothing on my part that got anywhere close to that. But I would tell you that I had some fun with that. The whole section was going crazy. My wife at the beginning was was furious. She's like, "Why are you fucking yelling?" And she was like, "Just stupid." She'd never been to a game with you before. No, she had, but she was she was relatively sober. By the time she put a couple down, she was going after him almost as hard as I was. So yeah, I saw a picture of you. She looked blasted, bro. She looked like she took a couple tokes in the parking lot. So the uh, there were some Sixers fans behind us that were traveling from. God knows where. I guess in Philadelphia. NBA fans are so goddamn weird. So all of a sudden they're there and they're sitting there talking like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. They're asking questions about New Orleans. And they said, like, yeah, we're on here for holidays, so we want to check out the game. And they're like, man, is it always this empty in here? And we're like, well, LSU game's going on, so it's even worse than normal. And then – I got a lot of high fives from them for the free throw talk. As soon as Miles Turner missed, and it was like in the fourth quarter. Like, they had missed a free throw. They are like 18 for 18 before they missed their first free throw. It was ridiculous. So this was a long playoff bit by you, and you got yeah. that You got that good pop. And the Pelicans ended up, like, killing them, right? Yeah, they too, won so. by, like, 28 or something like that. It was, like, 128 to 98 or something like that. Uh, somewhere in that. We're on 120 to 98, somewhere in there. 
so big big win for the Pels. I had a I had a lot of fun. Went to uh, Johnny Sanchez's afterwards. Who the fuck is Johnny Sanchez? That's a uh, a, a, a restaurant in the. It's a Besh restaurant who evidently is problematic. So there's some stuff going oh, on. He's with been Besh. problematic for a while. Anyway, didn't know that. Went to the restaurant. Johnny Sanchez, cousin of Dirty Sanchez. Got him. <laughs> So went in there, got some uh, got some margaritas after drinking a lot of beer. So wait, you didn't drink the entire basketball game, but then you're back on the wagon. Yeah, back on the wagon. The principle of the thing, and I guarantee that margarita was just just as overpriced, if not even more than the, than this. No, it was eight dollars. It was two dollars cheaper than a beer. Oh, okay. Plus, I had some chips and salsa with some queso. Good after game snack. Went really well with the duck poppers and the Caesar salad and the gumbo strong. I had it. Uh, I thought this was Bourne. a Mexican restaurant. No, that was I had those at Bourne. No, I just had queso and margs at this place. So evidently, Chris and them at the Sweet Life went. So I don't know where they went after the game. They didn't say anything to me. So after after Johnny Sanchez's, I realized that it's probably time to take this back to the hotel room. Took it back to the hotel hotel room and went to sleep. So good night for me. Hey. Pels won, and I want to. I want some money on that Pels game. I was betting the under, betted the Pels uh, team total over at halftime. So I've I've raked up on the made Pels a little game. money back. Oh yeah, not I didn't. I didn't make as much as I lost, and I made a lot on the Pels game for me units, baby. Well, the bad gift turned out to be a okay with uh, LSU raking up there, and Pels of course. Yeah, New Year's was was kind of bland. Just had bought some sparklers. Wife had one of her friends over. She cooked some food, and got champagne campaigned and uh, did a lot of did a lot of sparkler things out in the front yard at midnight and called it a night. Sparkler things like you know lighting sparklers and just kind of dancing in the front yard. You got to be shit faced for that. You were shit faced. She was shit faced. I wasn't that drunk. Yeah, I think I just we just drank at the house. I think I went to bed before midnight even happened. Such a dad move. I mean, I just drank a bunch of Crown. I woke up the next day though, so fucking hungover. I didn't even drink that much. But uh, I had a new good... New Year, new uh, vibes. That hangover vibe. I got rid of that hangover hangover remedy. If you if you guys ever get a hangover, uh, hit me up. I'll tell you how to get rid of it. It's not for the podcast. Special proprietary um, su- supplements. They'll, they'll pay for Al's performance. Use code ANAL at checkout and get his free podcast hangover remedy. Hey, you don't have to pay for it. You just request it and I'll give it to you. Again, code word ANAL. <laughs> yeah, uh, so we uh, kind of hit that. That 31, 32 uh, New Year's Eve, you know, don't really do too en- too much anything crazy. New Year's Eve is for amateurs anyway, so, you know, good luck to you if you're going out there looking for something crazy on New Year's Eve. But, uh, yeah, overall, good holiday. Uh, good to get a little time off work. And, and, Harley, we're about to – I mean, you're not going on vacation, but you're about to have a little time – away from this place you're going to fucking canada in the middle of goddamn winter 
Me, on the other hand, I'm going to Hawaii, so we got a little dichotomy of the pod here. Well, see, I'm I'm going to Edmonton on a company dime. You're going to Hawaii on your parents' dime, so it, it kind of it's not really out. on their dime. They're just paying. For, they just got the uh, timeshare life. Like you know, it wasn't really Craig's dime when we went to Las Vegas. We just used the timeshare and got suckered in. So I'm pay- I'm paying for the flights. I mean, does Leo's does his flight cost money? No, but that is. That's my one big concern is you're traveling from New Orleans to Kauai, which is... Well, y'all got a direct flight from New Orleans? No, we don't. We're going from New Orleans to, I think, Dallas. We're we're going a bunch of places. It's going to be a long-ass flight, so I'm just... Crossing my fingers, hoping for the best. You're going to New Orleans to Dallas and, like, what, San Francisco, then Hawaii or something like that? The way there is is not great. So, yeah, it's going to be Are rough. you on the same flight as your parents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all on okay. the same flight. I didn't flight. know if, like, since you were paying but, for your but, flight, you went with the cheapest but, option. But the flight we're taking leaves New Orleans at 6 a.m. So, it's going to be a long fucking day. Well, I'd rather be in your shoes than flying out on Sunday like me, where I fly out at 12.30 when the Saints kick off at noon. Which is bullshit. Oh, that's a that's the wild card game too. You're fucked. Yeah, I'll be in Hawaii for the national championship. Are you going to be in Canada for a national? No, championship? I come back that Saturday, so I'll be I'll be okay. back right before. But so flying there, I'll be. Yeah, so this would be the worst case. And I don't know when this the Forty ers play, but I fly out on Saturday. So I fly on a Sunday and I fly out on a Saturday, which means I could be potentially in the air for both fucking Saints playoffs games if they win the first round. I have to go look at, but that sucks. Sometimes on these flights, though, since it's so long, they'll have the the screens up there, and you may be able to get uh, like United lately. Has the been sports like coverage is spotty as shit, though. Well, they they don't do the direct TV really on the flights anymore. They do like bring your own tablet, and all you get is movies off their fucking. It's like a fucking crock of shit. Yeah. Like now you, oh, they're like, oh, everybody already brings their own phone. Now they just get on our Wi-Fi network and they Which stream. Never works. They stream fucking uh, Hitch or whatever the fucks on there. And now, Yo, give me the fucking thing on the the, the screen right in front of me. Uh, Amber was showing me one of her friends was flying God knows where, and like the screens in the plane look crazy. They were way high tech and i go that's gotta she's gotta be in first class or some shit she's like no it's not i was like gotta be she wasn't united Airlines. she must have paid for an upgrade i've never seen something like that that wasn't in first class but uh but yeah i'm uh, so you're gonna be in canada for a week yeah so temperature is gonna range from a high of 18 degrees f to a low of negative three degrees f oh god so it's gonna be kind of chilly it's going to be, be tough be, to get my runs in. I, don't tell me your temperatures because I bet they're like fucking 75. I think that's about right. So. I'll send you snaps. Don't worry. I don't won't. worry. I'll send you fucking snaps too of me freezing my dick off. Send me the snap of you sticking your tongue on a frozen pole. Dude, it would never come off. <laughs> it's fucking going to be cold up there. Fucking Edmonton. And the Oilers aren't even in town. That you, was fucking bushly. That's a bad weekend to go. You have that type of uh, gear to go up there? So I borrowed some from my dad, who's been up to uh, the really the northern area, Fort McMurray. So it's way up there. So I got some of his gear. I got some of my own gear. 
I, I got some. I got a Carhartt jacket. I'm pretty sure I can. I can use. I, I got. I got some stuff. I'm worried more about pants situation because I don't have really insulated pants. So I, don't, I mean, I, you're gonna be le- wearing leggings under whatever you have on anyway, right? Yeah, probably some thermal underwear, some <laughs> leggings. Yeah, try to help that out. So at least a little bit of layers. I mean, there. are you gonna be working outside at all? Shouldn't be. Should be mostly inside, which makes it, I think, a little worse. How's that make it worse? Oh, because you they have to give you like breaks every. F- no, because I'm gonna have to sh- like go into the fucking meeting room and then strip off all these layers I just came from outside in. And then if I want to go outside, I'm gonna have to put all these layers on just to go like out to the car for a second. Which luckily I didn't have to get a rental car because I don't want to drive in that shit. So that's what do you good. have a fucking driver? Do well, I one of the other people's that are with me? I, I, basically, what I did was I waited so late that everybody else already forced themselves in to get a rental car. I'm like, oh, you got room in your car? And then like, yeah, I was like, all right, good. There's a blessing and a curse to that. One, they could be a terrible driver and they're going to have to drive on that shit, too. And then, you, you know, you don't have the wheel in your own hands. Number two, you're going to be beholden to whatever that per- like, say you want to go to some place for dinner or whatever. You got to go to the same. You got to no, you I and could- this guy got to get on the same. Oh, you don't eat. Well, that's true. But <laughs> I can Uber and shit like that on the company dime. So oh, okay. I, I, I'm sure they got Uber or Lyft or something up there in Canada. Yeah, that is true. Normally, the places I go for work are in the middle of nowhere where Uber doesn't really exist. So, who? Well, what do you? Why you? Why are they sending you up there specifically? Like, is there a certain uh, job that needs to be completed, and you're the man for it, or is this some training bullshit? Or so, what? first of all, whenever you go to Canada for work, you got to be very careful because they cannot hire people from outside Canada to do work. So I'm going for meetings. All I'm doing is sitting and observing, and I'm sitting in meetings for a week. Okay, and the Canadian border is notoriously tougher. Are you here for business, or are you for pl- are you here for pleasure? And they grill you. Yeah, so my work has given me a written note signed <laughs> by some company person that works in Canada, and I have a script that I have to go through. And I also worked on my script with my dad, who goes into Canada for meetings all the time, and he <laughs> ma- made sure I knew the ins and outs so I wouldn't get turned away at the border. Damn, dude. So they can't just have meetings with you over like Skype or whatever. So they they can, but they're they're really. Have you ever been in a large meeting with like ten people to fifteen people, and it's all fucking like virtual? You got people talking. You got people that don't pay attention. It's it's just a clusterfuck. So this is a good opportunity for me to go up there, meet some of the people that do similar things to me. Ask him some questions off the record so I can get some intel for what I need to do. And, you know, get to ex- experience some uh, brutal cold, you know. You don't get to do that that often. Try to try to get a jog in in the elements. So oh, God. See how that works. That sounds brutal. I, I, I hope I don't slip and fall on any ice. Cause I'll, that, I'll that be, be- uh, I'll be making sure I enjoy my drinks on the beach extra now that you'll be uh, braving that bullshit. Uh, yeah, well, at least I won't have to refrigerate any of the beer I buy. Just gonna leave them outside in the car. Call it a day. Hey, watch out for moose out there, eh? Yeah, I don't know how much moose I'll see, but I'll get some uh, hotel points with it and some some frequent flyer miles. So that'll be good. Maybe I can go somewhere warm later. 
Sounds like a good plan. All right. You got anything else you want to talk about before we get to our esteemed guests? Um, you want to do any New Year's resolutions or any new decade uh, game plans? My only resolution is I'm going to go a whole year without going to the gym. Yeah, everybody's going to the gym. That's such a fucking new decade, new me, going to the gym type thing. So since I've been going to the gym completely through the last decade, I feel like maybe I'll just go no gym for the first year and see how that goes. So You're really taking this grudge against Spectrum Fitness to heart. What if they call you up and give you a sweetheart deal? I'm going to have to say no because they'll say it's New Year, New Me, and I'm going no gyms. Call me next year. Okay. So do you think if I go to the hotel gym, does that count? Like, No, you're not paying for it. I mean, right, you're so paying for it, but you're not paying for it. All right, so it's just gym memberships or going into a, a yeah. gym. So using a hotel fitness center, that's kosher. Uh, I'd give you a pass for that. Yeah, I think that's okay. What about you? I mean, I got a couple small things. Just basically same shit as every year. Work on, like, not procrastinating as much. You know, get shit fixed that needs fixed in a timely manner. Uh, Waste less time. Social media stuff. Uh, Maybe prepare, like, meals and shit ahead of time so I don't have to – we don't have to waste time on that during the day. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to put reading books because that never works. I don't have time for that shit. Uh, and probably maybe leave the house with Leo a little bit more, you know, get him out in the elements. We don't, we don't take him out that much. So just, just leaving the house and doing shit with the big guy. That's what I got going, I guess. What do you want to kind of go like, like take him to like the children's museum? Like what kind of, Eh, just, just, just live your daily life, but do it with the kid. Really? I guess, you know, it's kind of like, I can't really go there. You know, we got we got Leo or whatever, but just, you know, just saying fuck it and bringing them to everything, you know. I think the Packers are the two seed, right? So if we win, we play the Packers. That's actually going to be a Sunday at 5.40 p.m., so I'll get to see that one. So that's good for me. In case the viewers were wondering. Yeah, just in case. Yeah, so that's kind of what I got going here. Uh, you know, it's a new decade. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get a new car at some point. No promises, but, you know, that may be in the works. All right, well, 10-4, and we'll uh, we'll get to our guests. Y'all have any New Year's resolutions as the great viewers out there? You, uh, you, you can go ahead and send them to me, and we will, you know, let you come on the pod if you want to discuss them. Let everybody know. Maybe, uh, maybe your New Year's resolution is go see Zion play for the Pels, which could be a great one. Hey. Who's back at practice today, so it could be great. Uh, we do have a little side prop bet going. Who's gonna is Zion gonna play more games in 2020, or is Craig gonna lose more pounds? Um, it's kind of an interesting little prop there. You can, you guys can weigh in on that. What do you think the line should be on that? Like, is it Zion plus minus like ten games? I think we got to give a, a limit to you know the the season is at a certain point right now, and it's got. X amount of games that he could possibly play in. Like, I think once the season ends, then we, you know, would weigh Craig and, and balance the two. Yeah, but. You got to keep that in, in the handicap equation. Like, you can't let yeah, Craig but, go the entire year. You got to yeah, cut him off could, at, like, April or whatever the season's Well, let's end. say he comes back in mid-January. You potentially got 40-ish games that he's got a potential to play in. So, Craig ain't losing 40 pounds. 
So it's got to be at least 10, and maybe that's just... He's your... not going to play in all those games, though. You think they're going to... Re- I mean, he has a knee No, issue. we only got four back-to-backs, so like... They're still going to fucking baby him about it. I bet he plays 40 games. I'll take that bet all day. I don't know how many games there are left. I'd like to research that, but... I think by the time he comes back, it should be around like 44 games... So maybe I set mine too high. Maybe thirty-eight is what I should set it. And how many pounds do you think Craig's gonna lose in before I think he, the season I think ends? He fucking gains weight. Zion Games <laughs> is a fucking easy winner here. Okay, you'd have to make Zion Games like like at eighty-two right now for me to think about betting Craig. You're doing it wrong. No, uh-uh. that means Zion will be minus eighty-two, which means when he plays oh, when he plays oh, forty, that means Craig would Craig would have to not gain forty-two pounds. I think <laughs> that's too much. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So Craig, uh, I know you're not going to listen to this. So, and uh, a New Year's resolution for all you uh, podcast viewers. Tell a friend, tell an enemy to download the Talking Small podcast. We need to get these views up in 2020. You enjoy the pod, pay it forward. And if not, just go to, you know, if if someone gives you their phone to, like, look up directions or something, just go in their iTunes or whatever they use to download podcasts and eh, hit that subscribe button to the TSP. Do it for us. And maybe we'll get a sponsorship this year or this decade. Parasso, <laughs> I'm looking at you, you motherfuckers. And Kane, you can still invest, buddy. Now, let's get to the guests. What's up? As the first guest of the decade for the podcast, going into the dirty 20s of 2020, we have our man, Dirt. What's happening, fellas? Dirt, I got one question in 2020. What can Brown do for me? Brown could do a lot of things for you. Anything you need, Brown can do. Now, Dirt had just got done with a very, very hectic holiday season. He works uh, delivering packages for a certain outfit. We won't, you know, give it up because we want Dirt to stay employed. Now, Dirt, to become this, <laughs> to become this delivery driver, h- how did you get this gig? Did you know a guy? Like, what are the qualifications in, in case people are looking to get into the uh, delivery game? Man, you just got an applause. Apply. That's all I did. I've never thought in a million years I'd be at UPS, to be honest with you, because I was at LSU for construction management. Then I went to Dunes for that P-TECH program. I had a family member that did that, and uh, they jumped right in the uh, Dow Chemical, offered them a job. And everybody was like, yeah, man, do the program, and you can get in. So I did that little two-year program, and uh, nothing happened. And I just happened to go by UPS. I said, now go over there and apply. And the lady gave me the job right away. Because you got to go, you walk through the hub, which is real hot. And uh, she's like, most people quit. So I did that for six months. And uh, the supervisor in the, in the, uh, at UPS was like, yeah, man, you're not going to start driving five years. But I started in May, and I was driving by September. Oh, nice. And I've been driving since. So in the hub, you're just picking up packages and mo- loading them on trucks and shit? Yeah, so there's from nine to like, 5 uh, p.m., nobody's doing shit in the building because there's no packages. So you got preload, then you got twilight, and then there's a shift after twilight. So I was twilight. I was 5 to 9, 30, 10. And uh, it's miserable. Don't get me wrong. It's the hottest. I went from 245 to 215. It's 
the hottest place you can be. It's hotter than hell. Sounds like something our boy Craig should do to lose a little weight. Yeah, he'll get in shape if he's a big dude. He'll <laughs> yeah. cut weight quick. Nah, I don't know about cutting weight quick. He'd probably pound on the uh, chicken wings, strippers, and Bud Lights. Well, the strip joints right down the street, bro. You can always go to uh, you can always go to Visions right there and deliver your package. Oh yeah, they you take know, care they of you. They, they're always accepting of packages there. Yeah, they get them. They know how to they handle a package. When I was at uh, LSU, I delivered beer to the Gold Club. It used to be the Gold Club. I don't know if y'all know where that's at. The, the place on College. Yeah, it's a penthouse club now. I heard that's a. Uh, I went there with a dude when I was delivering for Budweiser, and uh, we went there. It was like 4.35, and uh, all the girls are just running around kind of naked, topless, and they're kind of getting ready for the night. And the dude's like, man, I hate this club. And I was like, why? They got The girls are shitty. And he goes, no, it's expensive. He said he'd spend like a 1000 bucks on that place. Well, he met Craig. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't know. I didn't meet Craig. Craig likes strip clubs. That's an understatement. He he's uh New Year's res- <laughs> resolution is don't go to a strip club until April, but he'll probably have broken that by tonight. Yeah. Uh, hey, man, I was trying to get to the butt, man, for New Year's, bro. I was going to go pop off my firework over there at the butt. You didn't make it out there? I didn't go out there though, man. There's a uh stand-up comedian who grew up in Slidell named Sean Patton who does stand up out of New York right now, and I, I saw online that he has a comedy album called Scuttlebutt, and the album art is a the Pink Strip Club. So uh, I haven't I haven't listened to it, but that's pretty funny. I'm gonna have to get my I'm gonna get me a black button down, and I'm gonna let my sister in law just engrave Scuttlebutt in pink letters across like a little pocket of it, you know. And what are you gonna do with that? I'm gonna try to go over there. See if I could get hooked up and get in that place for free. They got a few <laughs> ringers in there, fellas. They got a few ringers in there now. So let me get this straight. Dirt, you want to <laughs> buy a button-down shirt, get it embroidered with scuttlebone in it just to get into the strip joint for potentially free. That's Well, man, if you go in there, it's a $5 cover. I'm not going to pay $5 to look at some nasty-ass bitches that I probably went to school with. And they didn't get out of high school, so they went to Scuttlebutt. I mean, you gonna pay for that? You're paying for a shirt and a uh, an embroidery well, no, job. You could go buy the the embroidery. My sister in law does that. Shit. She's <laughs> Putting her to work. She's getting practice. Because Scuttlebutt's a long word to fit on a pocket, like he was trying to do. And like the people working there won't recognize Dude, that dirt doesn't work there. Have y'all ever been in that place? I actually. That's what they wear. I've never been yeah, there. Yeah, I've never been to Scuttlebutts. Y'all have never been? I've never been. <laughs> Dirt, you going to take us? With, what the fuck's wrong with y'all? You just slide out the landmark. It's been here longer than slide out been in a uh, county or parish. I mean, you can't, you, li- you can't like it that much. You won't even pay $5 to go in. I go in there a few times. So, Dirt, this holiday season. It was pretty hectic over at the uh, the Brown Mothership. Yeah, it's crazy. We're just getting like after New Year's now. We're just kind of like everything's about to seesaw back and get balanced. Like it's still a little crazy because we're running helpers still. Which like today I had 150 stops with a helper. So, so do- I was done by two o'clock. You know we don't need a helper, but UPS pays they. 
they allow us to use helpers all the way up to the seventh. So, so the seventh is when they cut all that. So dirt, do you consider yourself like the new version of Santa Claus? Yeah, I was gonna get an elf suit for my boy, but it just what, we what, never got to it. What happens to the helpers after the seventh? They just disappear. They get laid off, and they have to go back to the warehouse. Nah, if they're good enough, they can get picked up. They'll pick them up. Like, uh, I think the hiring date's like the fifteenth. Is it all dude? Our, is it all dude helpers? Like, is there any? I, I don't know if I've ever seen a woman uh, UPS delivery nah, driver. A few women. They had a few women helpers too. They had a few women. Are they, they pretty take butch? Anybody, man. No. If you got two legs and two arms, bro, you come on. You, they hire hundred thousand people. Are y'all worried about you Bezos know? and Amazon and their own uh, Chryslers and all that taking your business? Amazon sucks. What? They that was most of your packages. On, uh, on New Year's, how many packages you think Amazon's fitting in them little blue vans? Not, not as, big brown. Yeah, not as much as that big brown bitch fits. Yeah, that big brown shit. They got we got what four shelves that are that's the whole truck from front from that back door to the back door is just a four shelves, and they put boxes everywhere, stacked to the ceiling. No. Y'all seen the inside of big brown? Y'all seen the inside of big brown for when it was peak? Yeah, I, I've, I got some pictures. yeah, I've seen that. I also noticed that your check engine light's always on. That's it. We don't know. Uh, if you ever become a policeman, go sit right there by Morrison Road and give us all tickets. All our license plates expire. That's big brown for you. <laughs> you, you, like, uh, you. You tell the chain of command body. that? Like, who's in, who's in charge of making sure that shit is, uh, you know, up to date? Because you're not in they charge of it, sounds have- like it. They have to have something they give so much money to the uh, to the uh, to New Orleans, because dude, you got to think about like all the metro drivers that we have, which is a lot. It's probably half the building. They're all driving and parking in like on canal and shit like that, getting parking tickets. So you, they're not UPS ain't paying going to pay like eight million parking tickets. So they probably there's probably some secrets under the table shit. You know, like UPS probably pays them so much money. You know, because I mean, I've seen a few people get a bunch of tickets and shit in there. They're greased. You you think Big Brown is greasing some poles up at City Hall, greasing some oh, poles? Yeah. Um, I think so. You you know you you said you had to make like 150 stops. Of these stops, you know you got you run into some hazards. You have dogs, you know whatnot. Like, what's the most when you roll up to a house? What do you what are you on patrol for? Looking for to make sure you don't get bit in the ass by a dog like no, maybe named Rex or dog something shit. dog shit is worse than dog bites because most of the dogs are in like the if they got a gate in the front yard you shake and rattle that gate and you're like yeah and you'll know <laughs> if any dog comes running up like you're shaking and rattling the gate before you open it and you'll see a dog and then you're also honking your horn so then if you don't you wait a second if no dog comes running you just open the gate and proceed in the yard but I have a big thing of like walking through the grass and so many times you can step in dog shit you know so you don't so walk people pick you, up after your pets so you don't walk in grass or you do walk in grass even though you know I you might step in the, the pool grass. so you're like old man clemens on billy madison then you know yeah. you, you know you're gonna get hit with that flaming poo but you just can't help yourself that's and that's it. a big brown you on it. your shoe 
But I've been seeing yeah. a lot of videos with people leaving, like, uh, like the UPS. I mean, big brown people are like uh, trick or treaters and shit. They're leaving them out energy drinks and uh, snacks and shit like that. So, Dirt, did anybody leave you any uh, any gifts? Absolutely. I had an awesome note because, like, I had all the cross gates. You know, y'all both went to North Jersey. So y'all know what I'm talking about. I had all the willow wood. Then I go across from Willowwood and hit that little cross gates. And then I have, like, Steel Road, uh, Oak Leaf, that little area. Then I go to Country Club. And each little section had, like, a snack house. I had a snack house. I know exactly what a snack house is worth. <laughs> they were awesome people. Shout, shout out to those people leaving snack houses. You know, they're legit. Snack but houses. There was one of them that they had. I had that, uh, what's that new shit that everybody, that, um, that new shit that everybody's eating, the diet stuff. Bang energy. Chips. I had gluten free shit. Don't don't do that for UPS. We don't want that. You know. If if you're I ain't le- watching my weight. If if you're leaving a little snack house for your UPS, like what's your preferred uh, things to snack on? Maybe the maybe the little Debbie Christmas trees during the holiday that was season. It, bro. That was it. The Christmas trees are my favorite. Dude, one of the houses left the chocolate ones. With the uh, the chocolate inside, I usually get the white ones, but the chocolate ones are better than the white ones, I think. I, I do like the chocolate ones. So what about drinks? You like to get energy drinks? Anybody leave you any beers? I mean, cool. Nah, they left. Uh, I always mess with people because I'm a, you know, friendly guy. So, you know, there was a few houses that had a party. You know, people getting ready for Christmas parties and stuff like that. And uh, one house... I pretty much stopped there to deliver a package, and they had eight million cars. It's uh, I ain't gonna give the address, but people are awesome. So they were having a party, and the lady goes, "Are y'all hungry?" And I said no because I don't hardly ever eat. But my helper was like, "Yeah, I am," and he was scared to get out the truck. But the woman made him a plate. She put two uh pulled pork sandwiches, some chips, and uh that seven layer dip, some corn chips. She hooked us up. And a few waters, but usually I pack waters and Gatorades. I don't do energy drinks, and I threw a few soft drinks in my cooler for my helper. But most people leave out waters and, and Powerades. There was one house that left, like, open candy. So you're like, all right, yeah, I'm about to get a Starburst and a and a dumb, dumb fucking popsicle, or a little blow pop, and it's fucking already open. It's probably Halloween candy. They're trying to get me sick, fuckers. <laughs> so that's good. I know that address. I know that address too, fuckers. <laughs> so, do you? Does anybody ever play pranks on you? Since evidently they get to know their big brown uh, delivery guy and his elf pretty well over the nah. holiday season. Nah, not so much pranks. But I think people were like hoping for me to start dancing on the because you get ring that ring app or whatever that phone shit is or whatever they they put the candy shit like right there, you know. So I would go and, like, hit the ring, and I'd be like, all oh, right, if it's a candy house, like a snack house, and I would, like, do a little dance and shit so they can be like, oh, he really does enjoy it. And then at the end of the year, <laughs> I made sure I had my Sharpie, and I wrote, like, thank you on the, on the boxes. Like, if I knew you got left snacks out for me, I would write a thank you, like, thank you, love UPS guy, you know, and, and I'd be on your last box for nice. the holiday. Hey, so question about that is, how do you know the snacks are for you? Well, they say 
uh, UPS, FedEx, you know, they're like, thank you for everything that you're doing for us over the holidays. You know, they, they have like a nice little note. Some of them are actually like printed out and then ran through some laminate and like they took time for it. You know, it's just kind of like a, a bucket. Okay. Like, it's legit. Nice. Like I had my helper the first day. This idiot was going to them snack houses and he was taking all the snacks. So the next day we would go and there would be no snacks. I'm like, dude, you, you're abusing my people, you know? Like, can't, can't leave any for the FedEx on, guy, though. Yeah, if he works on Tuesday and he wants to take off Wednesday and I'm running around by myself, I'm looking for a little snack, you know, I need a little pick-me-up, and this bitch done took all the snacks from all the next day, you know? Fucking selfish little but he, elf. He's a cool dude, man. Shut up. I'm trying to get him on the hub. I'm going to try to get him on full, uh, part-time since we're all part-time. You want to give him a shout-out, so, Dirt? Nah, fuck it, ain't worth that. <laughs> you give him it. You give him a nickname, like a little hazing action. Nah, he got pissed at me because my supervisor called me one day, and uh, we were at a stop, and I he was running one package, and I had another package for him, and I was like, "Hey, helper, come here." And he's like, "Man, why are you gonna call me helper?" You know, he got a little pissed off, little attitude and shit. I was about to make him walk home, riding the fucking back of Big Brown. Did you did you bitch. give did you give him a nickname like you're dirt or he's mud or something? No, nah, but dirt's getting passed around though because one of my buddies, uh, y'all know Daniel Goo, but he he works at a tire place and one of the guys delivers there and he's like, hey man, I was supposed to call you dirt, <laughs> so one of the old UPS vets is calling me dirt now. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Danny, the houses know you like they're like, hey man, what's your name? I see you out here a lot, and you're like Matt, but people call me dirt. Yeah. We need to have you write uh talk a small podcast on every package you deliver to the snack houses. Yeah. Well there ain't no more snack houses. I mean people they were quick to end those. You know, they had them and now they're just like they're gone like a fart in the wind. (laughs) Uh Dirt, I got a question for you. This is kind of on the breaking uh you know, no one better to ask than you. Now, is there a way we can safeguard against porch pirates, the people who see, you know, you drop off a bunch of packages on somebody's doorstep and then these assholes come and, you know, see a bunch of stuff got delivered and they just take it off your front step? Yeah, like uh, one of the one of the little guys that he called me up one day and said that was happening to him in Magnolia Forest. He said, uh, he said somebody was following him or he was delivering him delivering packages and uh, a car was following them. And I mean, they tell you to check your surroundings. Like me, I'm always looking around the area. You know, I'm a no, cause I'm not just gonna, you know, I, I think somebody would rob you. I think there was one truck that got, uh, that got robbed over the holiday season over there in our building. Damn. And it was Metro. It was in new Orleans. But with that shit that happened with that, that young man, that's, you know, they tell you to give the truck away. You know, you can, all that shit in that truck's replaceable, man. They can replace all that. You can't replace nobody's life, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, but, there was that UPS chase in, in, like, Miami, right? Where the, like, the... the yeah, yeah, tri- that's what I was talking yeah. about, man. That, that was that dude's first day uh, on that route. Like, he was covering... Somebody called in, and so they pushed him. They bumped that guy to that route. You know, that was that gentleman's first day on that on that route. It's crazy. Well, well I didn't but see I mean, the story. What happened? Damn, you can watch the footage. The footage graphic, dude. It's terrible. Like, I think the police did that all wrong, but that's just my opinion, you know. They they shot him up. 
the, they the, shot this big brown truck up like they made it look like Swiss cheese. You know, it was bad. There, and they they waited for the public to get like they waited for it to stop at an intersection that was busy when they had nine million police chasing them. And they could have easily, they, I think they could have easily uh, did that differently. Yeah, Harley. A uh, couple weeks back, there was a in Miami. There was a UPS driver who got like hijacked by two guys and yeah they're robbing a jewelry and, store and they were doing like uh they ended up running from the police for like an hour and got stuck in like traffic and had a shootout and the driver died and and yeah. all that so that's what they're talking about. the driver like the being the ups was, guy he, yeah. was, he was being taken like uh hostage at or gunpoint yeah yeah he should have i think he i would have had to jump out you know because big brown ain't going over 69 miles an hour <laughs> So if you're trying to steal Big Brown, it's over with. They're going to get your ass because all them trucks are governor. You know, we can't. The truck that I've been in, every truck that I've ever been in with six, at UPS is 69 miles an hour. You sick fucks. They, uh, yeah, you can't go 70. You go 70 when you get down on the trench <laughs> But that bitch, he could balance it back out. But... It kind of sucks because it looks like that dude's trying to roll. Because after watching the footage, it looked like that dude was trying to, like, get out with his hands up. And, you know, they don't know. And then fucking police just. <laughs> that dude didn't stand a chance, man. The UPS driver was trying to leave with his hands up and they, they the police are the ones who shot him? No, like, you can see somebody funnel out the the, the passenger side of the thing. Did you watch the footage? I didn't watch Y'all the footage. check that out. Y'all gotta check that out after uh, after the pod. Oh, we may dude, post a link. Yeah, we'll post a, we'll post a link. What can uh... like, dude? They are um, their police are using like uh, pedestrian cars like as shields, like <laughs> like it's nuts. Like they're using like say you're in a van next to the UPS truck or whatever, and you're trying to get out the way. There's a policeman like on the other side of your car just walking with you as you pull up. Like it's crazy. <laughs> Damn. Like, they they fucked it all up, I think. Look at this bullshit. Y'all making me miss this Indiana game. Yeah, well, Fucking my $100 you, parlay up. Yeah, well, don't look good for you right now. They, yeah, I don't know if you saw, but they had a pick six. and that, But they did miss extra points. Yeah, I just saw it. I'm watching it. Thanks a lot, asshole. <laughs> I, had to, I just saw it. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not rooting for you, for you to lose your bet, Dirt. Yeah, I just saw the pick six. This dude looks like shit, bro. This quarterback. Is Tennessee? What do you expect? Oh, they put a new guy in. All right. So, uh, do you have any more Big Brown questions? I think I'm uh, done nah, with Big Brown it. for now. But all right. So, Dirt, I'm gonna tr- we're gonna try again to get you and our other guest on the phone together. So, give me a second. All right, y'all getting safe hand Sager in the house. We're gonna try. Jer, how was it being the first one in the new decade? Yeah, it was good. I just pretty much worked all day. Uh, we were busy as shit. Uh, got a bunch of Korean and Ching Chang Chinese here in town right now. So, uh, I pretty much worked for a while, and then I just went back home and uh, drank with my landlord and some of his family. And uh, fuck, pretty much the dude was open pretty, earlier. Pretty une- pretty une- une- uneventful. How was it partying with your landlord? You get the backslide on no, rent? Not, no, dude, I pay such cheap rent. It's uh, 
and he takes me fishing all the time. He's a really cool guy. And I pay, he's, I mean, he's a landlord. He's the son of the actual landlord. Uh, his father doesn't live, uh, in Saipan, but we write him checks every month. So, uh, I don't actually see my true landlord all that much, but the son pretty much runs it and they live upstairs, uh, right above us. How, how much is that r- Saipan rent? 10 euros. Yeah, ten ham ten sandwiches. Euros, you fucking dumbass. He pays we'll them 10 this, ham sandwiches. We'll keep this between us and the pod, and if my old lady listens, she's going to get pissed off. But uh, it's 500 <laughs> bucks per month, and uh, so it's only $250 for me, but uh, I talked my company into paying for my uh, my rent, so they actually pay me $500 a month extra. Well, I'll tell you what. You fucking write me a check, and I won't tell Denise. Now. Now she does know, so write me a fucking check now too, along <laughs> as long with your landlord. Put dirt put dirt lord by mine, not landlord, dirt lord, motherfucker. That's how the rich get rich, motherfucker. You <laughs> You're like the Mexicans that fucking live in <laughs> Sega's like one of the Mexicans. They're probably like ten million Sapan people living on top of them and shit, like how they live. They live they say they live rent free too. They got one bedroom house and they're like eight hundred Mexicans come rolling out of it. <laughs> You always see them at Home Depot. You pick them up and bring them back, and they are like, "Hey, we're uh, the same house, there ain't same no casa, same casa." Ain't no border here. Yeah, you son of a bitch, you. Sager, you so heard Sager, a bo- I'm going with a over under that Chris Thompson whoops your ass in that little fighting shit. Uh, I don't I've seen Sager. Stop breaking kayfabe, dude. I've seen fucking Shanker whip that ass, so I'm gonna go ahead and put my money on Thompson. And that was pretty Harry Styles. I don't know what to tell you. I'm going. Yeah. Uh, I'm going rear naked choke in the first round. You're gonna tap out like a little fucking pansy. There ain't you no hear that, Thompson? Wrestling? <laughs> Thompson can fucking listen to us because he's in the fucking uh, Snapchat group, but he's too lazy to turn his phone off. Or turn nah, his phone ne- on. He just never answers his phone. Yeah, what a piece of shit. It is what it is. So, Get to see we, that fool are Sunday. Are we live? Yeah, yeah we live, man. Yeah, we're recording. Oh, okay. I get to see uh, Thompson uh, Sunday for the Saints game. So, ah, bullshit. I hear that you're. I hear you're the biggest fucking Fairweather fan. You won't show up the games, or you'll show up really late. Dude, I show up at like twelve o'clock. Ah, bullshit. Fairweather, there's, my fucking ass. Ah, the dude, he sold. We sell. We sell our tickets to one week for the dude's in-laws because I don't have the rights to the tickets. So, I mean, if I got to miss one game, oh, well, fuck it. They won I, anyway. I, I do like whenever I see Snapchat you shitting on people around you. I almost got in a fight with a San Francisco dude. that My buddies called this dude. Uh, they say he's about to kill me, but I don't think so. Yeah, fights always Tennessee. just about happen at the Dome. Alex and Harley, y'all remember I almost fought the uh, beer boy at WrestleMania? <laughs> Yes, I remember that. That asshole deserved it. <laughs> Charging us for beers and not giving them to us. That prick. God, that sucks. The fuck boy. We should have fucking choked, slammed him from the top it. row. Yeah, y'all should have busted his ass. So I actually got the dude that uh. Fucking want to fight people. I got a dude that uh actually he uh runs the concession stand. He looks me up with free beer. <laughs> Very cool. You're the man, Dirt. 
I go there and talk. Dude, it's expensive in that fucking place. Fucking wow. Thompson and them ain't bought me no beers yet, those son of a bitches. Like, they do hear this. You hear that, Mallory, hey. uh, Mallory Fandle and Thompson, uh, Chris uh, Fandle? You hear that, you son of a bitch? Hey, Dirk. Is he a lawyer yet, bro? Does he have any cases under his belt? Or does he just sit in? What? Does he sit in, like, on trials, or does he have any cases? What's his deal? Is he a lawyer? Yeah. You, know? Dirt, you ever heard of mesothelioma? The people with asbestos yeah, in their lungs? Of, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's never uh, never has any cases. Well, no, he's got a he, – he gets people who have, uh, you know, popcorn lung. He gets them their money. And then he charges them out the ass for lawyers' fees, so they're left penniless. But he gets all the money. Fucking a. That's a. That's a. Now that's a racket. But let's go back to Jeremy's yeah. rent situation here. So Jeremy, your rent is five hundred dollars. <laughs> you get your work Fuck, to pay the whole five hundred dollars. You get the work I, to pay I, the I whole. Can't, I can't hear you because Dirk keeps on fucking chirping in. Yeah, you can't Thanks keep that, that package. That's your new home now. <laughs> Send him that UPS big brown box. That's where he's living at now, rent free. <laughs> so Sager, your your work pays your five hundred dollar a month rent, and then your old lady pays you two hundred fifty dollars <laughs> for her half of the rent, and you just put that in your pocket. A little walking around right. money for hoons. That's his hoon money, <laughs> baby. Man. I love it. Hey, man. That's a great gimmick. Yeah, you know, gotta keep. Got to keep a fair. She's got to pay your half. Hey, got to pay your fair share, Jer. So, Jer, <laughs> when are you coming in town for Super Brawl three? So yeah, so um, I'll be in town, and I'm actually going to be in uh, upstate Vermont at the end of this month for uh, little Kyle Weiner's bachelor uh, party. Oh, and, uh, talking small didn't get the invite. Okay, all right. Uh, that's that, that. That's up to Lil Kyle Water. All right. Um, but uh, <laughs> what a know, piece rumor, of shit that guy is. Rumor has a white trash kid is going to be taking the Amtrak there because he can afford a plane ticket. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm going to run to that super little some bitch up there in the mountains and uh, go from the beach to the mountains and whip some fucking ass. I'm, you know. I talked to Harry Styles the other day because obviously I'm just the advocate for him. And, uh, you know, he's out there on the island right now. I'm with him. Uh, that's where I was at earlier. I had a meeting with him. He's just practicing training. Uh, he was enjoying the island life, but he always has that itch him. He's ready to get back and kick some ass. Who's, who's <laughs> filming this? Who's filming this version? All I got to say is Shanker is fired from filming. Um, uh, he has, uh, he lost that privilege after he severely failed to capture the talent in the proper way for Super Bowl two. I must say that Harley was the all-time best videographer for Super Bowl one. See, I agree with oh, that, man. but recently I've heard people advocating for Super Bowl two, and I, you know, maybe I'm biased since I was there for Super Bowl one, but. You know, Super Brawl Two ain't got shit on Super Brawl One, but I'm very I'm looking forward to this venue change. A little snow action, maybe some uh, you know top rope action, climbing up some trees and delivering some high flying elbows. I'm looking forward. I'm hoping to it. there's some icicle game, like some 
really good stabbing of icicles. I can see Harry Styles grabbing the back of White Trash Kid's head and putting it next to a pole and saying, "Lick it, lick it." You know, I, I the the possibilities are endless. I, I'm looking forward to it. Ooh, a fake tongue action. You know, personally, I see a uh, I see a yellow snowball possibly going in White Trash Kid's face. I love it. Oh, that's playing dirty. <laughs> I want a scissor kick to the fucking head. Roundhouse kick. Pow. Drop him, Sager. And you know, who knows what who knows what happens after Super Bowl three? You know, what what goes on after that? But do you think do I, dude, uh, I got the uh I got the fight after- video for the promotion, like the promoting fight shit. I gotta send it to you. Remember yeah, that when we did that shit by the track? Yeah, you have that one? Yeah, I still got that video. Yeah, that was for Super Brawl two though. We'll we'll use it for <laughs> Super Brawl three. And you know, I've been mess- I've been I've been I've been messaging White Trash Kid on, you know, hey, what's your fucking deal? You're being a little pussy about this. You know, you, you ain't talking. I don't even know if he's gonna want to fight. But I'm bringing the fucking fight to him. Now, Sagerson, <laughs> Sagerson, being the advocate for uh, Harry Styles, I mean, can you comment on his training? Like, I don't think it's a smart move to be training at the beach for a match that's going to be taking place on the frozen tundra of the Vermont mountains. Like I, I, you know, I don't think he's going to be able to deal with that altitude. Plus I hear, you know, Harry Styles has been cranking the hoons pretty hard there. I mean, I don't, I don't know what his cardio is going to be like in the altitude here. 85 or zero degrees in the snow and high altitude. doesn't matter. Harry Styles is a primetime athlete and he's going to bring his performance and show everybody what he's been up to you know he's the competitor at heart he's gonna whip some fucking ass right <laughs> uh, he, he's been drinking a, he's been drinking a bunch of fucking uh, heavy uh, but oh, white trash kid then yeah. fuck harry styles Drake harry styles him. sounds like a bum who don't pay rent <laughs> actually he pays all the rent but he gets the money back hey um so, is Harry Styles still banned from Twitter? Yeah. Uh, actually, I can attest for that because I was uh, trying to view his. Uh, you know, I shot Harry Styles. Not only is Harry Styles' first one banned, but his second Doing one. Doing Both of the... No. Of the band. What are you saying? <laughs> but, yeah, so bo- both of the Twitter accounts are banned. It's going to be tough to promote the fight with his accounts banned. We may have to do a little workaround for that. Ah, uh, well, you know, I may have to just tell Harry Styles to make his third account. <laughs> Take that, Jack. <laughs> Take that, you Twitter fucks. Hey, so, Jeremy, when you were in... Why is he on here? Jeremy, while you were in Missouri hunting, how come you didn't make a special trip to see Dirt? Is Dirt not a real hunter? Well, first of all, if anybody's going to make the trip, it's going to be dirt to come see me. I didn't even have a fucking vehicle up there. I flew in from across the world. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, uh, pretty much all, and Dirk can probably agree with this, we all hunted fucking hard. So Yeah, I hunted you know, super hard. This, that's what I was say. We were up at the ass crack of dawn, and we, we would stay out there all day. And uh, Y'all didn't come in for lunch? Yeah, uh, we would just... We would just walk out from the stand, walk out to the truck for a little while and bullshit for a bit, go right back in the woods. Nah, fuck. I did that uh, Saturday, dude. I should have been done hunting. Saturday morning, I would have killed that fucking deer. I could have jumped on the stands and fucking stabbed him with my knife, bro. 
But why didn't you, you sucked, pussy? But I'm, well, I let him walk, and then like I was gonna stay and hunt Saturday all day because I made lunch, and then my cousin and brother were like, "Hey, man, come out the stand. We're gonna go back to the house and make breakfast." Blah blah blah, all that bullshit. Well, my uncle killed a nice deer that morning. So then I went back in his stand, and I had three more bucks come out, and I was like, fuck, man, I want me a big-ass deer, you know? I want one of those motherfuckers I ain't got to hunt no more. And I passed on them, so then I wound up seeing something. Uh, we left Tuesday. Tuesday morning was our last hunt. I saw something, shot it in the shoulder, and that bitch is still running around. So next year, I'm going to have me an elephant gun. I'm gonna not, When I shoot him in his neck, his ass is going to fall down. That's how I'm fucking good with the bullet. I'm going to hit him. So I'm actually sending a uh, video right now. Of, so I had the pleasure of bringing Harry Styles with me to Missouri, and um, oh, Thompson went. That's white no. trash kid. A trash oh. kid, you dumb fuck. Um, and you know, one of my oh, people, you know, and Harry Styles was able to get him one. If you can see the video, there's a prime <laughs> example of what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> We will play the we will play the video for the viewers after we hang up with you. I have it I have it on my phone ready to ready to queue up. Oh Jesus. Harry Styles is gonna be showing no mercy to the white trash kid. I will say that. Jesus Christ. You're damn right. Sega, how many deer did y'all see up there? Huh? How many deer did y'all see up there? Y'all saw a bunch of deer? Yeah, a deer. I mean, I don't know how many off the top of my head, but we saw a bunch of deer. How many donkeys you kill, Sager? Huh? How many donkeys did you kill? He did like me, ate a tag sandwich. He fucking went up there in Nature Watch. He shot a yeah, fucking get, porno. He went, up there and, and he went up there and watched a buck fucking doe. <laughs> he should have killed them both. <laughs> I had a couple of nice deer come front, but I didn't. none of them got my dick hard enough to pull the trigger on. Yeah, he's sitting there watching him fuck. That's what Wider said. Wider said, yeah, Sager saw one of them there. A buck was fucking a doe. I said, yeah, he's up there shooting a porno and not shooting a fucking deer. I don't know who you heard that from because that's all fake news. Must I heard that from the white trash hillbilly uh, Kevin Wider. Kevin fucking Wider. You know who that is? That's no, white trash no. hillbilly Wider. I think you need to catch up on your super brawls. <laughs> I ain't watched one of those fucking fake things. Actually, I hit you in the head, bro. If I was in it, I would hit you in the head with a fucking fence board, bro. I would rip a fence board right off the fence. Pow! Actually, the first person to ever fucking named was uh, Alex Sun when he was the referee for Super Brawl 1. I was blasted, bro. Forgive me. Damn, this bowl yeah, game's was... in Jacksonville? Is that That's Jacksonville, huh? Oh, that fucking pool. Y'all watching that game? Huh? Sega, you probably don't get Sega, you probably don't get shit uh, for TV stations over there, huh? Yeah, we get all the fucking stations that you get over there, you ding dong. What you watching right now? Debbie does uh, Dallas? No. Nah. Actually, I'm saying Well, they got Debbie does the world now, so you're fucking behind over there in Saipan. Yeah, Actually, I'm ahead of you over here in Saipan. So what's going to happen tomorrow? Is it going to rain then? Stupid motherfucker. <laughs> Thirty-five and fall down. <laughs> hey, Derek, what's going to happen when Big Brown finds that you're snapping and driving that Big Brown bitch? <laughs> hey, you motherfucker, we don't disclose that. <laughs> <laughs> what's going to happen? You they don't give a fuck. Fired. 
Hey, you gonna get fired? All you gonna do is play. if I get fired, I'm coming up there to sign my contract and say Pam. I'll be dirty Sam. I'll, I'll tell you to come up here and fucking interview, and I ain't gonna hire your ass. <laughs> <laughs> these, these, these fucking chinks with slanted eyes are better than you. At least I have a fucking pair of shoes on my feet. I won't be barefoot like all you motherfuckers up there. Good talk. Do they have any? Uh, <laughs> do they have any football jerseys up there? Huh? Do they have any like football jerseys up there? What the fuck? Is this jerseys? What the fuck is that? What kind of question is that? Do they have football jerseys? Well, fuck. When we went to Costa Rica, this dude had a Baltimore jersey on. I didn't know if they had shit up there like that. Did you buy a fucking star jacket like those old school ones with the fucking the the football? They're jersey? starter jackets, you dumb fuck. They're not star jackets. The hell, you wearing a star jacket, you fucking. Do they, do they you fairy? Know, what the fuck's wrong with you? No jerseys out star here. Star jacket. Like, fucking Tinkerbell over here is flying through the stars wearing his little star jacket. You fucking fit. Why we get what? What's a white trash kid? Get your ass kicked. Go get your ass kicked. Hey, White Hillbilly, yeah. whatever the fuck your name is. White Hillbilly. Dirt not You're gonna knowing be which one of y'all is which on the wrestling is just killing me. Oh, God. Who's right now? I haven't watched one. We watched Street Brawls 2 with fucking Kevin Edgar whipped his ass. I wish I would have fucking videoed that. <laughs> oh, shit. What's Big Brown doing to you, man? What? He's got CTE from all the bouncing in the Big Brown bitch. I think Sager. He's getting a little. <laughs> he's getting a little punchy. Hey, did y'all ask my question to Dirt? I sent a message uh, to the group to ask Dirt about Big Brown. You can ask him. Dirt, why do you always shit on the people that leave y'all uh, snacks? <laughs> no, I don't shit on them. Yeah, you do. What the fuck are you people? Listen, I appreciate with that you leave this stuff out, but why do you gotta leave all this stupid shit out here that no one likes? Dude, nobody's eating fucking gluten-free cookies or chips okay. or sour. Nobody's eating that shit. And if you got that's that, the- then fuck you, because that's <laughs> stupid. Thank you for the kind gesture, but fuck you, you cheap motherfucker. <laughs> that's what I wrote on their boxes. That's much Keep what I'm the here. fucking gluten free shit. Santa Claus don't want that. I hope they're in shape if they're eating that shit. Dirt, how many hours did you work the week of Christmas? Uh, we can't. We I think it was seventy. We couldn't work over like seventy hours. At first, it was sixty because if you work over sixty hours, you get DOT infractions. So we were starting at ten. We worked ten to twelve, and we'd have to be off the clock by twelve because that's. 10 hours for the next shift. You need 10-hour break. So let me ask you this. So, so every day you leave Slidell and you have, you have to drive to New Orleans to get your truck and get the truck all loaded up, and then you leave from New Orleans to go to back to Slidell? Wherever, wherever your route is, yeah. And then you just sit down all day. You have a helper that loads up all, that unloads all your shit. No, you're delivering you like – if, if if I pass in a house and it's on my side, I would go get out and deliver it. My helper didn't run every stop. I'd pick my helper up at 12. So from 10 to 12, I'm running. You know, I'm doing, I'm working by myself. I would pick him up and we'd have like, you know, maybe like Waverly and, uh, and Whitney Drive and all that shit to do. 
How, how many hours per day do you think you spend sitting down driving? What, 30 minutes whenever you're driving over to Twins Fan, 30 minutes back? Other than that, you're in and out that truck, bro. Whenever you think you I'm just driving, truck. sitting on my ass? How yeah, the fucking package is going to get out the truck then, bro? I don't have a remote controller. They don't crawl out. Fucking I kind of figured that you just... Ah, you're fucking figuring out wrong, dumbass. Looks like a fucking bucket. You look at you look at like shit. You fucking look at what the fuck's the box gonna do, bro? Grow legs and walk out itself? All I gotta say is at home, my parents got all these packages that are fucking late because your lazy ass is sitting down. Your parents, bro, didn't get no packages when I was on the when I had that route. Uh, they're just you're just sitting there eating all your fucking gluten free snacks, shitting on people the whole time. That's it, shitting on you, shitting on Big Brown, shitting on everybody. That's all fuck. I did. Let's see who I had. Uh, what stops that I had that y'all might know? Anybody? Nah. I got uh, Adam Fayard. He's on my route. <laughs> That's a DJ. That's DJ Adam. Did Fayard. he leave you any snacks? Uh, he uh. He's doing some good shit with that food, bro. Like, he gave me some hot sauce. It's real good. There you go. Was it gluten-free and you shit all over it? Huh? Was it gluten-free and you shit all over it? Nah, he ain't, he ain't watching this way. We ain't, we ain't counting calories over there. He hooked me up with some snacks, too, bro. I had to hit him up. Hey, bro, where's the fucking snacks at? <laughs> he hooked me up with some munchies and some other good shit. <laughs> Any hey, person Al, I saw that didn't have snacks and I knew, oh, like Alexa Wellborn. Her kid came to the door and her and they looked through the window when my helper dropped the packages off. And I sent her a sweet little little message saying, if you don't have no fucking snacks, you ain't getting another fucking box from Big Brown. (laughs) You're going to get fucking fired. Feed dirt. That's it, Al. You said it best. Feed dirt. dirt, Let dirt eat and none of that gluten-free shit. (laughs) Hey, Al, since you have a young baby, did you make it till midnight or were you falling asleep? Oh, I, I didn't make it till midnight. I fell asleep. Oh, shit. New Year, same old How's shit. How's the day? It's pretty How's good. We had to babysit some kids. It's, 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 uh, it's pretty good, man. I'm about to go to your side of the world, heading to Hawaii next Wednesday, brother. You still going to Hawaii? Yeah, either. No, I ain't going. How long He's a pussy. Be there? I'm gonna be there for a week. How long are you there for? I'm be there uh, for a are week. You there for vacation? Are you vacation or doing some work? Yeah, vacation. <laughs> <laughs> fucking go to Hawaii to work, you stupid sorry. morons. <laughs> God, you're a fucking <laughs> retard. <laughs> are you done with like all these like month long oh, trips to like Australia and all that shit? I mean, you can't be doing that anymore. I'll probably be done doing solo trips, but we'll we'll try to get something. Uh, We'll try to get something cooking with the little guy as, as soon as he can. All right, hey, uh, I think you we're gonna we're gonna need to wrap up in a couple minutes. Uh, any any final barbs you guys want to throw at each other? Fuck Sager. Thanks, man. Uh, White I trash wanna... kid for president. Yeah. That's what I'm about to talk about here. He's speaking for the Harry Styles. Tune in for Super Brawl three when it comes out. And you're gonna see Harry Styles whip the lizard shit out of white trash kid to where the only benefit he's going to have in his future life is parking in the handicapped spot. 
God, you're rootless, bro. Oh, God. In the words of Bart Scott, can't wait. No shit. Well, great shit, boys. I'm going back to this game. Y'all have a great one. All right, Dirt. Thanks for Cut being our first y'all. guest of 2020. And young Jeremy Son, thank you for also being our first guest of 2020. All right, Cheers, boys. Thank boys. All right, later, guys. Thank y'all. Later. All right, guys. Later. Hold on. I'm back. And let me show you an example of what's coming to you for Super Bowl 3. I'm back. And let me show you an example of what's coming to you for Super Bowl 3. All right. So thanks again for joining us on the Talking Small Podcast. Thanks, Dirt. Thanks, Jeremy Son, for joining all the way across the world. Not Dirt. Dirt was from a casino and then somehow back in his house within like 10 minutes. So thanks for joining us. Uncle Al, thanks for entertaining us tonight and hosting. And uh, we out. Happy New Year.